This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I was driving home yesterday. I looked up at the sky. I kid you not. I thought to myself, I wonder if today's going to be the day. Is today the apocalypse? That's what I really thought. I got home, and uh, I didn't even get inside. I just stepped inside, and my daughter came running down. Daddy, 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 can you take me outside? And we've been having a little joke going. She, uh, now let's just say she doesn't appreciate being outside the same way I do. She does like to be outside. Uh, as long as it's like 75 degrees clear, not too windy, not too many bugs, you know, it's a long list. And we rarely ever had that. Anyway, it's been a joke over the winter. She said she won't go outside unless it's 50. Well, it's been over 50 since Christmas here. Actually, before then, it's been beautiful out. Anyway, she wanted to go outside. I was planning on doing something else, but I'm always up for going outside. And I had some things to do anyway, so out we went. And um, my wife came out a little bit later. And uh, I forget what made me say it. Uh, I oh, we got this new kids' axe throwing. Was I telling you about it? Well, anyway, she she moved the target into my garage, and I got home, and I said, "Hey, did did you put that in there?" And which I knew she did. And she said, "Yeah, I was afraid it was going to blow down." She said, "Why?" I said, "Well, because you're kind of infringing on my garage space a little bit there." Uh, to which she just you know looked at me. <laughs> I didn't get very far with that approach. Uh, but anyway, I said, you know, it's kind of weird. It's like uh, almost feels like uh, today's the end. And she goes, I'm telling you, I thought the same thing. And I thought to myself, wow, I, I wonder if other people are thinking the same thing. I wasn't seriously thinking that, but, you know, it, it did cross my mind. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the news. Has the news gotten so apocalyptic? Uh, and how much of it is even real? You know, so much of it is already AI generated, been this way for months, if not longer. Uh, I remember hearing about it on the No Agenda show, which is when I first started talking about it here. And as I started paying a little closer attention and digging into it, I realized what was happening. But it was those guys that first pointed it out to me. I'm going to say it's been a good solid year since they said that the majority of the news is artificial intelligence generated. And one of the things that I pointed out that I think could be a real problem for this AI, and look, I'm not a, I'm not an, uh, a logarithm guy. I'm not a, a mathematician. You want to hear a true story? Here's a true story for you. Uh, I failed high school geometry twice, not once, but twice. Oddly enough, I can do trigonomic functions that I, I've sat down with people that have masters in mathematics can't do the math that I can do. I actually learned that on a hood of a truck working on a survey crew back in the day. It's a God's honest truth. And, and here's another weird thing for you. I actually like common core math. I think it's the way to go. Some people think that's nuts. I wonder how many of them actually even looked into it. I could not learn math in school. And you think, what the heck is the problem with this big idiot? Well, it wasn't the big idiot. You see, I'm left-handed. And I look at things a little differently than most people. I shoot a little differently. I see things a little bit differently. And I imagine and I solve problems a little bit differently. 
Well, lo and behold, I'm working on this survey crew, which I started as a rear chainman. If you don't know what that means, it basically means holding the end of a tape measure, all right? Laying out big construction sites, right? New roads, railroads. It was an incredible time. I loved it. And the, there was, there was, we had compu- computers were just coming in then, uh, but all the math was done by hand with a calculator. They were happy to have the calculator. The guys that were teaching me this stuff learned in the era of the slide rule. So the calculator that they used was a Hewlett Packard 11C. It sits in a horizontal format. You've probably seen it if you're, if you're over 40 years old. They've changed them all now. You can still get the financial calculators in that format, but the 11C is no more. I think it was around the 32S2 or something like that. They went to the vertical format, which I hated. I always liked the horizontal format. But here's the thing about it. It's, uh, am I saying it right? It's not reverse Polaris. That's a whole different term. Maybe it is. Anyway, in a normal calculator, you put 1 plus 1 equals, right? That sounds simple to you. This calculator, you put one, enter, one, add, and it displays the answer. And to you, that sounds like Greek. To me, it made all the sense in the world, especially when you're trying to calculate uh, the sine of an angle at 25-degree increments on a 500-foot curve. And you got to do all these calculations. Anyway, once I learned... With the common core way, that's not what we were calling it. And it was like the, the Red Sea parted for me. And, and, and I taught myself, trig, taught myself on the hood of a truck with an engineer's scale and a, and a protractor to check my work. No kidding. Anyway, my daughter looks at things a little bit differently, too. Why did I go off on that tear? I've completely forgot about the whole I – got, I got onto the calculator story. And the thinking differently. But uh, I think, you know, I'm wondering how many people are looking around what's going on, thinking the world's gotten a little crazy. That's what I started to say. So uh, about the AI, right? Uh, so I don't know all the the math behind it and the programming and, the, you know, all these different languages and so forth. I don't know any of that. I just think in practical terms. And it's not always – it doesn't always draw the, a correct conclusion. So this is just a, a theory that I have based on nothing, really, just playing around with AI. But think about it a second. If, if AI is using the Internet for its source of information – and AI is now producing the same information at an exponential rate on top of a, an already exponential rate. It's already happening. I've been talking to you about it. I see the videos <clears throat> getting replaced with AI generated. And the minute that they can figure out how to do realistic uh, you know, video people and stuff, and goodbye to the Don Lemons. Who wants to put up with that? You're going to pay this guy millions of dollars every year or let the computer do it? But anyway... This is just me and my learning trig on the hood of a truck. You know, I didn't go to some Ivy League school. You know, I don't have some uh, big fancy list of anything to show you except for projects I built. How's that? Like, you can't go anywhere around here without something that I built or designed. But if it's creating the information that it's producing from, isn't that going to become tainted? It will. It has to become something different. It's going to evolve. The question is, how is it going to evolve? What's it going to learn from? And if it's learning from its own, I think it's going to be like like mental retardation and humans kind of thing. I don't know if that's the best example, but this is why you don't want to breed with with uh, your your own uh, kin, 
right? Because biologically, it's too similar. I'm probably not saying that right because I'm not a biology guy. And no disrespect to anybody. I'm just saying I see this as a problem with the AI. And here's the thing, right? Maybe it's already happening. <laughs> Maybe I'm not completely up to speed on this. Maybe and this is what I'm saying. Like, I look around, you look at the news, and you're like, oh, my God. Massive trains derailed, causing a, a massive chemical spill and fire. I see this cloud. I'm like, that looks like the Ohio cloud I saw on the news. I kid you not, the shit. I'm like, did it drift over here? Like, seriously. I'm not, not like really serious, but I'm like, it could be. Could it be? I don't know. I remember when Mount St. Helens erupted out in uh, Washington, we had some ash fall here on the East Coast. True story. But not many hours after, they got a chemical plant catching on fire. You got all these conspiracy theories. It's the Russians. It's Soros. It's white nationalists. Who knows what? Maybe it was just an accident. (laughs) You know, these things do happen. I said to my wife, I was like, how often are there chemical plant fires? Maybe it's a higher frequency than we know, like the balloon thing. Just nobody paid attention to it until like, look, a balloon. I, this is how bad it is. I kid you not, I saw an article that I got, pilot spots balloon flying over Hawaii. It was like a Mickey Mouse balloon. I don't know. But it's like, what is it with this? The news has got to make money. Look, a balloon. Yeah, what about it? Eh, nothing. Just saying there's a balloon. <laughs> you know, look, a fire. Oh, my God, really? Yeah, we get them every day. Oh, why'd you make such a big deal out of it? Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look good. You got chemical plants burning. Pretty sensational. Uh, But even to get beyond that, you got a different national anthem played at the Super Bowl. Attacking our national sovereignty. Listen, you know, I don't know. In most countries, they would view that as an insult that you're going to come in and play a different national anthem. Okay? Most people would view that as insulting. Just saying. Just from a, you know, I, I pay taxes here perspective kind of thing. You've got uh, lawyers being disbarred by political opponents. I've told you they're going after the Kerry Lake lawyers. Of course you understand why they went after the Trump lawyers. They have to. But Kerry Lake? Why? Because she, she argued the case in court? Horrible. Then there's this little story I'm hoping to have a minute to talk to you about. Uh, a lady hopped out of her SUV, all full of white pride and whatnot, uh, I guess they would call her a Karen. I didn't say that. I'm shocked I didn't throw that in there. Well, guess what her crime was? Hmm. She burned a gay pride flag. Now, by the way, the gay pride flag is a political statement, not a statement of sovereignty with gay people. Don't make that mistake. Black, brown, and gay. Oh, why did veterans get excluded? Why don't we get a line on that flag? It's a political statement. And now she's going to be charged potentially with a hate crime. This is like flipping North Korea. We'll get into that. Don't let me get off point. Not to mention the fact that it sure looks a lot like we're on the on the hinge pin of World War III. Putin came out and gave a speech. They blocked all the TVs in Russia. Amazing, really. Like that's going to stop it. Why would they do that? But despite all that, it seems very fake to me. The whole Ukraine. On the one hand, I look at the Ukraine thing. I don't know. I don't know any more than you. I look at this situation, I'm like, oh, man. You know, does anybody remember, like, the whole idea of a nuclear winter ring a bell? Like, this is not good stuff. <laughs> Certainly, and then on the other hand, you know, uh, I hear people say, ah, it's going to be settled soon. There's going to be peace talks. I'm like, really? What, once China gets involved? Where is this all going to end? Oh, we're going to get sucked into a war? What kind of war? Maybe just a, a higher level of this same nastiness going on. 
Uh, did you notice that we had to update all of our passwords on any, everything? There was an attack. They're hitting back and forth, this, this internet espionage, whatever the heck you call it. All kinds of players and actors. How long before they find that one little crack, that one little opening that they can get in? I don't know. How much information do they already have? How much access? I don't know. Let alone how many people are, are <clears throat> working now to plot little uh, little problems. I was uh, uh, talking to you yesterday about the book on sabotage. <clears throat> I didn't hear from anybody on that. I was a little surprised. Maybe it's a little early yet. I thought maybe you would find that interesting, but I guess not. Um, I found it fascinating, and I think there's pe- many people in this country right now sabotaging the country. I see some of it culturally. There's certain cultures that you can tie certain types of sabotage. For example, uh, when you notice that a certain group of people, when they walk across the street, particularly walk slowly for no apparent reason, just to delay traffic, is that sabotage? I see another, another group that does it with their vehicles. It's like very slow. They get through the green light, nobody else. This slow daily sabotage. This so, and the book talks about it. It's just, you, know, you keep at it, and soon you'll have just people just so furious and fed up with everything and just going nuts. It's happening here. Who's behind it? I, I mean, I don't know. Look at what's going on. Wide open borders. And even, even, look, even if it's not some sinister plot, maybe it's just by, the way, by way of people are different culturally. And, 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 and Zuckerberg's big idea of one big world melting pot was a lie. A myth. We just don't all get along that well all the time. You know, we need our own space. I don't know. Why is that so hard? I don't know. But anyway, I look at this situation in Ukraine with Biden over there in Kiev. And what's up with Biden's walk? Do you notice that? Like, he literally looks like he's got a, uh, a stick up his, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say anymore. world's gone batty. Really baddie. I, you know, look at the sabotage thing. Like, how many of them are in our government? What do you call Ocasio-Cortez? Tell me she's not there purely for sabotage. You know, they're, they're, they're hitting Bernie Sanders. Did you see this? Oh, he sold the socialist is selling expensive signed books to make money. Of course he is. He's a capitalist at heart. How do you think he became a millionaire? Why don't Republicans just point that out gracefully? Bernie Sanders is a socialist with your money. But when it comes to him, he's got his own. Isn't that amazing? And and I look at all that and I think, are people being deceived because of our own failures? You know, I think of back uh, in the Bible when uh, the Hebrews wanted a king and God told them, you don't need a king. I'm your king. You'd be led by your conscience. But no, they kept crying out. They want a king. Finally said, okay, I'll give you a king. And the king they had and the problems that came with it. I don't know. The people Can people not handle freedom? It's hard. Freedom's hard. You know, you look back at the, at the beginning of this country, people able and willing to come across the, an ocean. If they made that journey, they got here with practically nothing and had to build a whole life for themselves, literally from the ground up. It's really amazing when you think about it. These days, and uh, people want their loans forgiven and uh, all kinds of free rides, right? What are you going to do? I don't know. What can you do? You can't, you can't lose the faith, that's for sure. You can't lose hope. I always think God is good. Uh, good things always come after struggle. And so maybe we're going through a period of struggle. It might be like a 2,000-year struggle. We don't know. The, good, the glory days are gone. That's it. No more. That's my, that's my prediction. Doom and gloom. What can I tell you? That's why you got to stay healthy. What are you going to do? What do you do when it's doomy and gloomy? 
Make sure you're the one that's ready to go, right? All right, a couple stories, and we'll uh, sign off for the day. How's that? I know you saw this about the explosion in Ohio, uh, the, the train wreck, rather, in Ohio. I think I mentioned that there was also reports of an explosion right around the same time uh, in Ohio also at a, at a manufacturing plant. I'm not sure it was a chemical plant. Sure enough, it's true. And people are asking, you know, what's going on here? Right, you know, is this some kind of sabotage situation? Either, you know, the the white supremacists or I'm pretty sure that's the AI drumming that up, by the way. You'll see a, a story come out from a major news outlet that to me appears to be AI generated. I'm sure that that's going to get harder and harder to spot. And then you'll see, you know, the, the article, see, everything seems plausible. They're reporting the facts of the case. And then you'll see a line. It's believed uh, it could be, you know, uh, the cause. It's believed that white nationalists may be involved, or something very vague like that. You think, well, wait, what do you mean? It's believed. Believed by who? By the FBI or some person in the FBI? Is this like an official position of the FBI, or is this like, you know, somebody at the Daily Beast or something like that? Uh, there's a feeling. <laughs> okay, there's lots of feelings out there, but I think it's AI doing that. And look at what happens. I watch the reaction. Right, you got a story out. Yeah, somebody shot up a transformer. We're trying to find out who did it. Well, it could be not white nationalists. <laughs> what do you mean white nationalists? Everything's got to be ready. And people are going nuts. It goes from zero to 100. White people are annoyed. Black people are annoyed. Asian people are annoyed. I don't know. just stirs up a lot of trouble. Meanwhile... I haven't seen one shred of actual evidence on any white nationalist involvement. I thought they, they did arrest somebody from, like, Tennessee. Is, is Tennessee even conservative anymore? I thought Tennessee was, like, mostly uh, liberal these days. Anyway, explosions, sign of the times, apocalypse, I don't know. What would you say? So this story I thought was a big deal about this woman setting uh, fire to the pride flag outside of a restaurant in New York City. And uh, let me see if I can find the exact wording on this. Watch. New York City authorities are looking for a woman suspected of committing a hate crime when she set, off, set fire to a pride flag hanging outside of a restaurant in Soho. Listen to the way this is described. The incident took place around 1.35 a.m. on Monday morning at the Little Prince. The arson was captured on camera. And the footage shows a red-haired woman getting out of a white SUV, using a lighter to set the flag ablaze, and then getting back in the passenger side of the car as it drove off. News outlets reported that the rainbow flag bore the phrase, Make America Gay Again, obviously lampoon. Um, Donald Trump. I guess there's a gay um, uh, representative up there in New York City Council, Eric Botcher. Last night, this person set fire to the pride flag hanging outside Little Prince Restaurant, causing the front of the restaurant to go up in flames. Anyone with info should call the crime tip line. Uh, what did he say? He said, uh, to the person who did this, their plan backfired. It backfired badly. Um, so a couple of things about this. Uh, first of all, how is this a hate crime? Well, I guess you know, in the front of this building it does have fire damage. And even that looks highly, highly suspect to me. Like, if you look at this photo, this video on Twitter with this congressman there, 
it, it looks staged to me, like everything else, like so many other things. Let me just tell you, all I'm trying to say, right, just from a safety perspective, if you've got one of these gay pride flags, you better uh, exercise a little caution because the uh, flame spread on this thing it happens to be about a 4,000. You know, one little match on a gay pride flag will take out the whole front of your house, according to this. I call bunk. I call absolute bunk. As a matter of fact, I'd be surprised if it even stayed on fire. I could be wrong about that, but I don't see this happening to the front of the building. Furthermore, this flag is not a symbol of gay anything. Um, you know, they call it the pride flag. The pride of what? Black, brown, and gay. Gay and trans. How is one the same as the other? Like, and why, why is all that looped together? It's a symbol of something else, just like Black Lives Matter. It have anything to do with black lives. This pride flag has nothing to do with homosexuality. It has everything to do uh, with, with a, a political insurrection going on in this country by a bunch of saboteurs who now stage this fake scene so that they can bring some kind of fake trauma to this gay club. All a bunch of bunk. That's my take on it. Believe what you want. The whole black anthem thing. I really can't get into this. There was a whole write-up here in the Gateway Pundit. They did a great job. I'm very proud of their work. I just, I really can't do it. Uh, to, to sit here as a combat veteran, uh, both my parents served in the Marine Corps. My son, active duty Air Force. Um, yeah, I, I really just don't even know what to say. That you're going to sit here and piss all over the American anthem and flag. To which I say is your freedom of speech. I said it. I'll say it again. Don't play the damn anthem at the ball games if it's causing a problem. I don't care. As a veteran, I'm telling you, I don't care. Don't play it. I don't watch the games, and if I did, I wouldn't go because of the anthem, okay? I don't need to stand there and put my hand over my heart. I don't need any of that. Just play the game. Do what you want to do, all right? But you think that you're going to come in? And and you're going to do that to the American flag and and uh, the American anthem, and you're going to play a different anthem. I ask myself, well, whose side are you on? It's clear. I don't know that people are seeing it yet. Our country being plainly sabotaged, and this is part of it: the fake Black Lives Matter with their fake anthem, this Juneteenth holiday that comes out. And I never heard of it until two years ago. Amazing. Meanwhile, I'll move on before I blow a gasket. How's that? Half a million dollars missing from Stacey Abrams' charity. Now, maybe she got hungry. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe she got the munchies. She needs to eat, if you haven't noticed. That's not very nice, is it? You know, the reality is, before you go jumping and and pounding your fist, uh, I seem to remember some allegations about the uh, Trump School of Real Estate or whatever the heck that whole deal was. He's been involved in a few things that were, uh, I don't know if, if they were the clearest lines of ethical companies ever seen. I don't know about unethical, shrewd and unethical. Where's the line in that, I wonder? Where do people put that? And those judging, I wonder how they uh, would act in the same way. So my only point about that is, uh, you know, the barrel of laughs, uh, uh, Stacey Abrams, uh, you know, she's in, in, in a big club there of people that seem comfortable robbing charities. 
The only difference is that poor Stacy's only getting a, a half a million. She needs to talk to the Clintons. That's what she ought to do. He want to set up something like the, the the Abrams Foundation, like the Clinton. Look what they were able to do with the Clinton Foundation. You know, they were able to sway investigations and probably elections. Well, not quite, right? I guess not. Uh, let's see. Carrie Lake's lawyers getting hit with bar complaints. Who knows who's making them more sabotage? They're going to have to respond to it. I guarantee it's going to be a big to-do. Uh, this is a big deal to me. Uh, am I happy to see this? I don't know that I'm ready to get this, go that far yet, but uh, it's probably a good thing. Uh, Trump announces that he's embracing ballot harvesting. This, my friends, is how you restore integrity to the elections. And I said it. You can't stop it. Uh, I was listening to, who was it? Not Mike Flynn. Um, I'm drawing up Alan West. Alan West, good man. And he was saying, listen, we need to do the mail-in vote. That needs to be the tactic. Needs to be the tactic. They should be printing ballots right now, sample ballots. Flood the public square, confuse everything, just like Obama said. They should begin mailing out 2024 ballot-like ballots <laughs> right now. Start confusing the hell out of everything. Mail-in ballot. Hey, who says that only that the, the uh, register of votes or whatever the heck it is in the state can mail out an invitation to, to uh, 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 what do you call it, uh, uh, sign up to vote? No, anybody can do that. You'd be doing a public service, right? Expanding democracy. And this is how the Republicans should approach it. You know, wow. You know, we didn't think we could see 80%. We didn't think we could see 140% voter turnout in some of these districts. Uh, we're going to shoot for 200%. We saw how you guys were able to, to take a, a, a clinically depressed hospitalized mental patient and put him in the Senate, for God's sake, a guy who's barely coherent, can't walk right, in the White House, this is amazing. Meanwhile, brain-dead cortex wins re-election. I think it's time to start doing business the way the Democrat, what's the saying, when in Rome, walk the way the Romans do? You start putting money into printing ballot. Why isn't it happening? Why am I the only one saying this? I'm the only one that can think of this kind of thing? There's nobody in any Republican think tanks. I'm told right now that there's a movement to get DeSantis to run against Trump. Uh, he was up in New York. He's moving around. I don't know. It's uh, it's not a good thing for the country. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I wish there was another option besides Trump. It's early to tell. You're going to see people are going to step up, and the situation's going to change. We'll see what happens. Anyway. Trump's got it right. Oh, yeah. We're going to send people around to help people vote. Voter helpers, we're going to call them. If you need help speaking, this is what Democrats have been doing, using public dollars to do it, by the way. How could you possibly argue a campaign was doing anything wrong? If you don't speak English, we'll help you. If you're too lethargic to write, we'll help you. Right? Listen, lethargic people need to be able to vote. And this is one thing the Democrats missed with all this demanding signatures and whatnot. How do you know that somebody's not dealing with, with, with some kind of uh, serious lethargy? Maybe they're depressed. huh? Maybe they're in a hospital depressed. How are they supposed to vote? We're going to go help them vote, 
right? Maybe if it's a Republican or a Democrat, doesn't matter. It's a Democrat thing to do. Here we go. Here's the address. Oh, nobody's answering the door. Well, maybe they're just too lethargic to answer. We'll fill out the ballot for them. You see what I'm saying? This is what the Democrats been doing very much, helping democracy. Why aren't we doing the same thing? Do the same thing. You watch how quickly, you watch how quickly Democrats, you start talking about pro-democracy, you start talking about, you watch how quickly they turn on that. Oh, not that much democracy. They'll shut it down in a second. Let me leave you, uh, oh, no, no, two, two stories, two stories. This is quick. Secret China donations to the University of Delaware soared after the opening of the Biden Institute. You don't think our country is being sabotaged and that China is involved and that Joe Biden isn't part of that? God bless you. That's all I could tell you. Maybe he's, uh, what do you call that, You know, double-tricking them or something, right? Lining his pockets while he's really doing great for the country? Yeah. Tell me another one. Let me leave you with this little tidbit. Ah. Uh, I've been talking about the fiat money. Nobody listens. Nobody cares. So it's a good way to finish up a podcast. You can just end it now if you don't want to hear what I had to say. All about the money. I said, look, it's, I, I've, I've been reading about this. I had trouble understanding it. You know, you read the stories and see even even, even the, the whole country is like, this, this, is a, this is not a good idea. What happened down at, at St. Simon's down in Georgia, uh, Jekyll Island, it's a real place down there. Real place. I've been there. St. Simon's. I had mean, a buddy that lived down there. It's kind of spooky. You get out of there, it's like, man, it's weird. something weird. You can kind of feel it. Something weird happened here. Changed the world. You got rid of the gold standard. It was a time they confiscated the gold in this country. Lots of things leading up to it, okay? So uh, they go to this fiat money system, and everybody knew at the time, like, this is, a, this is fool's gold. It can only fail. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. And none of those people are alive. You know, they only saw great things. You know, the, the rise of the greatest generation and the triumphant America, a proud America, all built on a foundation of complete quicksand, fiat money. So I said, look, it's hard to understand all this. I get it. I said to you, I'm not a mathematician. I'm not an economist. I'm none of that. All right. But in simple terms, the Fed, they print a dollar and they give it out. <clears throat> However, they do that when they, they want it back. Right. And they want it back with what? With interest. Actually, they don't want it back. They just want perpetual interest. But either way, how does it get paid? How does the interest get paid? You, you lend out the dollar. I'm borrowing a dollar to buy a car, but now you want a dollar ten back or whatever it is. You would, you know, say interest rates really you want a dollar two, dollar one, whatever it is. You want it back. Where's that one cent coming? Small, right? That's managing inflation down. That's why it was so important because it come off the rails so quickly. And for many years, that was the, you know, hey, don't get inflation to it. And somehow the thing stayed on the rails. Well, then comes along uh, Obama and people like Brain Cortex that believe in this economic, modern economic theory. And I don't even really think it was their fault. I think it was going to happen on their own because it, it really is a pyramid scheme. And when you consider that, it has to get faster and faster and faster, and, and the end becomes very volatile usually in a pyramid scheme. The end comes very suddenly, very quickly. Think like Enron, right? The crash is hard and fast. It takes a long time because there's a big base to the pyramid, but when it falls, man, it, it hurts. A lot of people get hurt. And I look at, you know, I remember just a few years ago, <clears throat> I was given the same exact talk. And, and I heard uh, Steve Bannon say, I, I never got a chance to question about this. He said, we got a, a trillion dollar a year structural deficit. 
And I said, then I said, it's not going to be a trillion. I was talking about a trillion. That was just a couple years ago. It's a trillion and a half now. I said it when Trump was becoming president. Look, we're going to be—he's got to spend a trillion. He did. Remember the first omnibus bill? Omnibus bill? We're like Trump. He can't sign it. He signed it. He said he wouldn't sign it. Then he signed it. He said, "Don't ever do that again. I'll never sign anything like that again." He came back and signed one even bigger. Oh, because that was because of COVID. And I think that the bankers will do whatever they have to do to make sure that that money continues to get rammed down our throat. That's what this whole thing is about. That's what it's all about. Whether it's a whether it's a, a disease or a war or whatever it's going to be, you're going to continue to pay the interest whether you like it or not. U.S. on track to add 19 trillion dollars in debt over the next 10 years, on top of 30 trillion. This is a pittance compared to the new green deal that we gave up. God willing, I hope to be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. I can't guarantee I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to be on the radio. It's a lot of talking. So I'll see you when I see you. Make it a great day. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.